0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: I'm talking about straining for that logo on the side of your helmet and not the name on your back.
0: Yes, sir. Because we
1: know what it represents. It represents everybody here you see sure. and everybody you can't that we've talked about. Yeah. I'm here to strain with you, man. I swear to God I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got, strain with everything you got. Let's go. go. Let's go. Let's go. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.
2: <laughs> You're listening to the Off Tackle with John Fetus Show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Off Tackle with John Fita show brought to you by the Market Dominator team on the Buffalo Rumblings vidcast network presented by Picasso's Pizza. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's Pizza. We are Buffalo Pizza, shipping local and nationwide. Order, line, order online at Picasso'sPizza.net. I'm the host of this here show. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired and sitting right there next to me is the star of this wonderful show, the Off Tackle with that guy's name, uh, former Buffalo Bill, played for 10 years at left tackle for the Buffalo Bills, Mr. John Feeding himself. John, how you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good, Joe. Rough week. Um, yeah. But uh, the end of it was, was better than, yeah. uh, than the beginning last week. Yeah, for sure. Thanks to Jerry O. for sitting in for me. Um, we had an incredibly wonderful remembrance of my, my dear mother, and uh, I'm a lucky guy man. Uh, mm-hmm. great mom. And I gotta tell you, just uh, the outpouring of love and affection, not just from you and and the people from the vodcast world, but my my wonderful Bill's Mafia family, including the Bill's Mafia babes, was uh, was touching. Mm-hmm. And it really, really meant a lot. So, uh, and you know, the downside of uh, a funeral unlike a wedding is you know, you see a ton of family. So we we caught up and celebrated her life, which was uh, which was a good sort of finish to uh, to that.
2: Yeah, awesome, awesome, very. yeah, it was uh, J- uh, Jerry did, as you said. Filled in admirably for you last week. We had a lot of fun, uh, and we, uh, you know, we mentioned you and thought about you and talked about you offline a little bit. Uh, can, I, your... can I ask you a question, though, Joe? You may.
3: As I crack my celebratory <laughs> IPA, so the fact that you sent me the link with thirty seconds to the show <laughs> does that mean that Jerry got the link an hour ago, uh, Jerry as got the... I normally would, and I'm on my way out. Jerry, I mean, Jer-
2: Jerry got the link around two o'clock. I'm just saying. I am just saying. He was actually in the show. And I, did Am I Wally Pip in this scenario? <laughs> I had did to you? kick him I had to kick him out and so that I could bring you on is basically what happened in this situation. <laughs> Man. Well, here's to you,
3: Jerry O for stepping in. I'm gonna have to beat you up when we're in Kansas City.
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to the off tackle with John Fina show, and John is in uh I would say rare, but this is pretty typical form for John as far as just uh, the uh, the the jest and the the quippiness. That's why we love you so much. Uh, this show is brought to you by the Market Dominator. We are Super Chat Live, which means that if you want to ask John a question or if you've got a comment for John, please feel free to Super Chat us. it shows up in glowing fashion. I'll do my best to comb through the comment section, and if I see something there that's interesting, I'll throw it up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, other than that, what we need to do is we need to go to our title sponsor and I am completely 1000% unprepared to show a video of John. So we're just going to show this one.
1: Strategy, strategy, block, block, vision, get your vision up, balance, foot back, head up. Yeah, these are some of the strategies my good friend, John Fina used to dominate on the field when he was playing for our great Buffalo football team. And these are some of the things that I use in real estate to dominate as the market dominator and also the proud sponsor of the John Fiena show hosted by Joe Miller. So if you want to win in the real estate market, it's going to be important to bring good vision so you can see what's out there. Good balance of the market. Folks, strategy is critical and this is what we do. We educate, we advocate, we negotiate, and we dominate. So if you wanna win the way our football team is, you call me directly, 716-570-3298. Let's go, Buffalo!
2: (laughs) Let's go, Buffalo. If you are in the market to buy or sell a home, please give John and his team a call, 716-570-3298. So last week, Jerry Ostrowski was paying attention because I played the same video and he was saying, man, that offensive line, like they've got a great coach. Their form is awesome. And I was so this time I paid attention to it because I've never paid attention to it before. And they run up and they they come up from underneath and then you see their feet tap. I've never seen an offensive lineman do that in a game ever. (laughs) Ever. I've never seen offensive lineman do that ever. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, uh, well uh, to Jerry's defense, you know, when you're coaching youth football, I teach a lot of techniques that, you know, you would never see anybody in college or pro do. But it's it's all about what John was saying. John Spazchek, of course, the market dominator. Yes. Uh, balance. You know, when he talks about balance. I talk all the time to the kids about balance, you know, understanding weight distribution. You know, you don't want to be ass over tea kettle and, mm. you know, where your weight is. I teach kids how to get into a stance and it's actually a balancing trick. I tell them, right. you know, you get your feet in the proper position and then pretend you are bringing a tray of glasses out to a bunch of people at a table. They're all filled with water. How do you get them there without dropping them? You know, you squat down while you're balancing this tray and that's how you get in your stance. So John Spazcheck, Jerry Ostrowski, spot
2: on. <laughs> Smart gentlemen, those two. Uh, they are. So this was uh, quite the football game as we are just going to jump right into this thing. And have a conversation. So I'm going to let you go first on just your high-level thoughts of this game. Not the good, not the bad, not what we need to work on. Just high-level thoughts, maybe how you felt going into this game, how you felt during the game. This is our (laughs)
3: expectations segment, right, where we talk about what were your expectations going in? Yeah. Well, so normally when you come off of a loss with – some disappointing or vexing plays that Mm. prevented you from leaving with a victory, a team comes roaring back, right? You see their best. Right. And, you know, I had that feeling like here comes the vengeance, right? The, the bills are out for blood, but then in the back of your mind, you're thinking of the injuries, right? The Mm. injury bug We're we're getting bit hard by the injury bug. The war of attrition is upon us. So, as it would take the field would have would be out for blood but how many of those guys were on the field from the last week right so i was cautiously optimistic i i don't know i have my sheet here you threw yours away because in the end you know you didn't want to own it but no they, they uh, lost the game i said I, they
2: lose which was the dolphins game
3: right and i own it and i own it and i predicted a loss by our beloved buffalo Bills. so happy to be wrong and
2: on the season now, I'm two and two. Yeah, yeah. And there's we are, uh, we We're... are officially one quarter of the way, kind of. Once we get through one quarter of next week, this week's game will be one quarter of the way through the season. Mm-hmm. But for all intents and purposes, we are one quarter of the way through the season. And I think I, I share similar thoughts uh, as as you do going into this game. You know, I, there's a measure of what I expect, and then not sure what to expect. Right? You you think the Bills are gonna I mean, they had that offensive explosion last week, but the points weren't there. Um, so you, you you think that this week they're gonna like do everything they can to execute and score touchdowns and show the world because that's as much as they say they're not that team, they kind of are that team. They kind of are the we're gonna I mean, we've heard we've heard from this coaching staff when Dable was here specifically a lot. Yeah, we knew that was out there. We wanted him to get it. Whatever it was, a record, a, a moniker, uh 2020 with the 13 different touchdowns like receivers and stuff like we knew that was out there we wanted to get it it just didn't happen type stuff like that um but i was flabbergasted like i was i was i was wildly and you were texting me <laughs> which was funny. sorry normally i'm texting
3: you, you don't guys. respond so i guess i'm <laughs> bothering you i don't know I, no, I, I nobody I,
2: i'm afraid to text anybody else because then they're gonna be like dear god this guy's got a problem I responded, ladies and gentlemen, but normally it's me texting like you one WTF, question mark, and you're the guy responding to me like, everything's fine. too loud. At all, And you're texting me yesterday. And the funny part is like somebody, somebody DM'd me today and was like, I don't know what's going on with all the Bills content creators blaming Josh Allen for like that first half of the game. And I was like, you didn't listen to my show because Josh Allen was barely on the field and everybody he threw the ball to dropped the football.
3: I counted so, I think I counted four drops in the first half. I I have my little note sheet I rewatched the game. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, that well so your expectations were we were going to win because you called it as a W, right? When we did the prediction show. So, I mean, good on you uh, and you felt like they were going to be out for blood just as I did. Mhm. But did you have that little Tightening, thinking oh boy. <laughs> oh,
2: I, so oh. I I said this yesterday in the show on the overreaction post game show, and and, and and I'm not ashamed, so you, you like to show your notes. So let me see if I can find my note. The point where uh Lamar Jackson drops back to pass and Von Miller is all over his backside, and basically somehow he squirms oh. out of it. God only knows how he did it. Literally, if I can find it in my notes. Oh, and then he he rolls out and he throws that ball that's then tipped. It's like, how is this ball tipped? What is going on? And then it's caught by Duvernay. And at that moment, I wrote, you might not be able to see it. I can't. Game over. To yourself, as I I chart my plays. So for my show, I I chart plays. Oh, I know. God, can you imagine? (laughs) Mitt Milano
3: was up there. He elevates. It gets tippity tipped, and I, you know, my heart went. Okay, but then what was the play of the game after that? Was it? Was it them
2: going for it at fourth and goal? Which I was like, kick the field goal. Oh, you're talking about the Ravens? I, I yeah. there was no way they could kick the field goal. They they were thinking absolutely correct, Josh Allen's gonna run right down the field and score a touchdown. Uh, and the only reason the Bills didn't score a touchdown is because they were trying to drain they, the clock.
3: Because they didn't want to. The well, of, I don't know. I I still game, think you
2: take I still think the odds are you take the lead. That's what they say. But the play of the game is there's actually three of them. Uh, outside of what Jordan Poyer did, obviously intercepting that football in the end zone, which should have been a holding penalty, right? So Shaq two holding Lawson, penalties, pick. Yeah, Sha- 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 Shaq Lawson was getting molested, uh, for lack well, of a better term. We like to say undressed. Undressed. He was. Get, I think that's the same thing, contextually speaking. <laughs> Anyways, Shaq Lawson was getting handled, as far yeah. as that goes uh so outside of jordan poyers obviously you know that's probably the play of the game him him picking up because that's that changes it from having the ball at the one to having the ball at the 20. that's a big mm. as you know sure huge difference especially when you're trying to come back and win the football game uh it was tied at that point but regardless to me there were three plays that were the plays of the game the, the catch by stefan diggs i think it was a 26 yard catch down the field to stefan diggs that he yep. kind of pirouetted and caught the dawson knox catch uh oh and then, wow yeah and then uh who was the other? there was why can I and um, it was Cleo Shakir and Cleo Shakir's little like 16-yard bubble oh, screen so, that he ran. So, I'm
3: sorry. I I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking out of context. Uh, you know the play that I love that really turned the tide was the goal line stand. Oh yeah. When I think it was uh Bryant literally just tackled uh Ricard. Yeah. Cuz I watched that play a few times. And I thought, you know what? Without that, that that that's a touchdown. I yeah. mean, he he basically he set the edge, as they say, and ate up two and a half to three blockers. Right.
2: It was right. that was incredible. It was also the one that Jeff Schwartz that you got tagged on. The Jeff Schwartz talked about, or or maybe you were just talking about it as well. I don't know if you got tagged on it or not, but you were responding to it, uh, where uh, Prince basically somehow is that just a guess? Does he know that they're all going to dive down at him? So then he steps out to his left and swims the guy. Like, is that is that just a lucky guess? Could they have very easily gone to their rights and? Yeah,
3: I mean, you know, you know what we offensive linemen think about most defensive linemen. I mean, <laughs> no, you not <laughs> Well, if they were any smarter, they'd be offensive linemen. Oh,
2: no, <laughs> you
3: know. There's a certain amount of luck. I mean, obviously I'm not in the room with Leslie Frazier when he's constructing the defensive strategy and philosophy and implementation. But, you know, you look at tendencies from formations and they certainly did things in that game when both Milano and Edmonds made that tackle in the backfield in the middle of the field, you know, they were coming downhill and that was that was a play call.
2: Yeah. The question uh, look, I have right now is, that's my wife. Is she talking to you or is she talking to me? Very clearly talking to you. <laughs> but <I>
3: hope so. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Beth. It's good to see you, miss you. look forward to seeing you when I'm in town for the Packers game. That is uh, uh,
2: Mrs. Joseph Miller. Yes, uh, it third, is. Uh, for 21 years. So we've been married for 21 years. So that's my wife, my beautiful wife, Beth. Uh, sorry, didn't mean you'll... to oh, tell John I said hi. Well, he just said hi back. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Anyways, sorry wife moment
3: (laughs) yeah so i mean they're they're very i mean that's what a blitz is right you're constructing a defensive play if you will based on um down in distance where you are on the field and you know if they line up like this these guys go those those guys don't go i mean you can have a, a defensive play called and if they come out and they motion out or you know they're in you know, they have no tights, empty backfield. You're not going to run a run blitz against that type of offensive set. Right. So was it luck? Yeah, man. Luck counts, man. When nice. it goes
2: in your favor, it counts good. And when it don't, it don't count so good. <laughs> you got to wonder, are there tells, right? So was there possibly a tell? Cause I, and I'm reminded of, and it's movies, right? So it's screenplays, but I'm reminded of the Vince Papali story. Uh, uh, why can't I think of the name of the movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Invincible, right? Invincible, and like he's in the he's in the blocking thing when they're down in the trenches at training camp, and like the the dude that he's rooming with that hates his guts because he's a walk on player from the street that's like 30 years old gives away the tell of the knuckles, like if his knuckles are this way he's coming, if his knuckles are there's blood in his knuckles he's not, blah blah blah, and like he takes it and uses it the next day. He looks at his knuckles and sure enough he knows exactly what's about to happen, and then he uses it as at his advantage. I wonder if. You know, if there's a way to dissect, you know, were they turned a little bit? You know, was an elbow cocked? Was there – I don't I don't know. You just wonder how much film study is done and how many tells some of these guys might possibly have.
3: You want the short answer or the long answer?
2: <laughs> Both.
3: The short answer is yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm I, teaching Bruno this and Roman this all the time. You know, look, look at – when you watch film and you're going against a great defensive end and you can – sometimes they switch feet hand down when they're coming inside as to when they are taking outside contain. So, I mean, those are the details. You're not just watching film because that's the best time to drink uh, Gatorade and eat pizza and wings. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you're looking for, you know? Right. And, and, you know, the, the thing that I really worked on was, how can I run block out of a stance that I could equally pass protect from, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So as not to give it away. And that takes a lot of work. And that's a lot of practice, you know, gain, gaining balance, right? We'll right, call that right. the spaz check balance in your stance. So very clearly, if you study film hard and long enough, you're looking for tells. You know, I know, mm-hmm. we're, you know they say it's like chess. Sometimes it's like poker because you're gambling, you mm-hmm. know, a little bit more on your moves. Uh, so yeah, it's all there. It's how much time are you going to spend watching film and how good is your defensive staff or offensive staff preparing for that kind of thing? And I mean, so many things come into it, right? What personnel is going in and out? Where are they on the field? What's the down and distance? And there's just reams and reams of information on their tendencies on third and eight from the 45 going in and, it's crazy. Thank God, you know, they have these things that I invented called computers, because now you can, you know, so much of that is digitized, and you create these huge, uh, you know, film study libraries. Like you can pull up if you're watching film. I want to watch every first and ten between, you know, the the twenty and the forty going out. Right. Every third and every third and eight. Boom, and you just one after another. Mm. It's Crazy cool.
2: So, Mr. Diggs asks the question: Are offensive linemen looking at center mass hips or arms and hands, or both? No, I think it's more on, you know, like
3: are they more forward? Are they more back? Um, you know, oh, oh, you're talking about the. De- um, I'm sorry. If I were a defensive lineman looking at me, how or the offensive line, how would I how would I see it? Uh, I think it's a lot of it has to do with hand down, foot back, mm-hmm. you know, which one's which. Um, and then I'll tell you, you know, it, it'll be a secret because it's just you and me talking here. Um,
2: I'll mute it, your microphone.
3: <laughs> <laughs> people, guys give up a lot of stuff if you just look into their eyes, mm. right? They'll tell you where they're going. It's, uh, the, old,
2: it's the old visor conversation, right? You just, so just running, look at run, them. Running backs that wear visors... Uh, have an advantage in the NFL because they running backs know where the play is supposed to go, the hole that it's supposed to go to. So their eyes are looking a lot of times where the play is about to go. If it's a run play, whereas if they have a visor on, you can no longer see where they're looking, right?
3: Yeah, but even better than that, I wish I had, I wish I could remember which games and had the clips of it. But if you go back and look long and hard enough, at about 140 games when I was there, Thurman Thomas is in the backfield standing next to Jim Kelly, and he's literally like. Doing this, he's pointing, can't see my finger, but he's like pointing and counting and we're in the middle of the snap count and you think that he's going to block somebody or go over here, the ball snap, boom, he takes the ball and runs. I mean, he he did a couple of those things. I was, we're watching that film going, oh my God, that was
2: awesome. <laughs> totally just messing with people.
3: Right? Uh, you know, it, it's funny, I coach offensive line and, you know, if Sal Capaccio's listening because I know he listens to everything I say, you know. <laughs> I'm coaching these young kids, and, and we're doing one-on-one pass rush, which is the hardest drill for an offensive lineman. It's just you and the guy across from you and Jesus, and he ain't right. helping, right? right, on that particular instance. And I'm, I'm, these guys get into their stances, and they're focused straight ahead. And the defensive lineman's over here, and I'm like, what are you doing? Mm. Look at him. He is not going to be shocked when you block him. It's hard enough. This drill is so freaking hard as it is. Why don't you look at the guy that you were going to (laughs) block? Give yourself
2: this much help. That's funny. We have our first Super Chat from John DeFazio. John, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Appreciate you. Is it me or did the start of this game seem eerily, I'm guessing is what he's trying to say there, similar to the indie game last year, which to me is evidence as to why we are a different team. What I'm I'm, I'm going to let you go first on that one. The, Man, the, Colts, I, I, the Colts game was when uh, Jonathan Taylor ran all over us for like 260 yards, and we never came out of the nickel 4-2. Yeah,
3: I mean, I, look, I, I I never try to equate games to games because personnel changes. You know, the team you're playing is different. I just looked at it as like, you know, we were sloppy with the ball. Hmm. We dropped passes. Hmm. Uh, we looked... <laughs> Oh, we, I don't know, I don't want to say we looked a little hungover, but I mean that game, eighty plays in Miami wore our guys out, and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, recovering from that is no, you know, you know, no small task. They looked flat, um, and then you get a few drops, and then you start second guessing yourself. You know, you kind of like, you know, get these pie eyes, like, oh my God, what's happening? We're kind of unraveling. But uh, you know, by the end of the sec- uh, by the end of the second quarter, they turned it around. So, you know, I don't think about it that way. I appreciate the question, but I just say sometimes you come out flat and bad things happen. And if you can't stop the 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 landslide, right? What is it? When, what is it when the snow comes down off the mountain? What avalanche. Do call if if you, you know you're like holding back an avalanche because sometimes right. bad luck is like that.
2: Joe, uh, it- I don't know that it was eerily similar to the the Colts game. I don't remember off the top of my head how our offense started. Um, clearly, you maybe we started with a pick, but that might be what he's talking about. I can't remember off the top of my head exactly how that game started. I remember the, the frustrations for me about that Colts game was just never coming out of the nickel 4-2, and then hearing Leslie Frazier just back it up with, we never even considered leaving our base formation. And it's like, the guy is killing you. Absolutely murdering you. Why would you not throw an extra linebacker in there? And that's something that actually happened a lot in this game yesterday. They actually had they were running a four three at times because of Lamar, because of you know trying to stop the run and everything else. Um, there was all, it, it, to, to me it comes down to you know the weather flat. I I like that term, but it wasn't Josh necessarily. Um, oh oh no no no. I don't
3: think Josh was. Yeah,
2: blocking issues right, dropping the ball, tipping the ball. Mm -hmm. I think it was more than four. You charted four, I believe you, but it felt like it was about seven. It felt like there were six or seven drop passes.
3: Yeah, I I mean, I quit after a few. I might have missed a couple because I was looking at the run game like we talked about, which I hope will, you know, I did all that work. I
2: hope we address it. Well, we have quite a bit of time left. And this is your We're show, doing? so we can talk about whatever who we want to. It's my you show. Want it's got your name all over it. It's, it's right, so right cool. I never noticed that.
3: Right. Um, yeah, man. Well, look. I just know that that's a good football team with a great quarterback that we yeah. beat, yeah. and it took uh, pulling everything out of our own guts and laying it out on the field to get it done. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't remember what our next segment is because I get so excited when we do our show. But God, if if you aren't a Matt Milano fan, like right. if you're not like fighting to be the grand marshal in the Matt Milano parade and carry that long stick and wear the funny hat, yeah. holy cow! And then, you know, what's cool about these games is, you know, all of a sudden, bang, somebody shows up. And has an unbelievable performance or a couple of plays. Shakir, right? I mean, we, we knew he's going to be good, but you just didn't know where, when, why he would insert himself right, and do right. something espectacular, which I would say that fell into the category. And I wrote names down on the defense. I mean,
2: we'll get to the know. good. Hang on. Hang on. We'll get oh, to the good. Oh,
3: sorry. I get so excited. I don't know what to do.
2: I want to address the, the Milano thing because the Milano play where he tackled uh, Lamar in the open field was tremendous. Um, And I liken it back to there was a play on the last Ravens drive where Lamar comes through the line. He's got a hole and Edmonds is standing there. And Edmonds has a very similar thing. And it's funny because I played baseball. You probably played baseball. I know your son plays baseball. But when you're in the outfield, first step is always back. First step is always back. You take that first step back. And if you watch the Milano play when he made the tackle on Lamar, his first step was forward. He had two steps forward and he waited. Edmonds, so, and he got him. Edmonds took one step back, and once he uh, took one step back, Lamar was gone.
3: I think you're referring to the play that was in the middle of the field and Lamar yeah. had come through the line and it started going to his left, and at yep. the very end to get the first down, he did that slinky jump move to yep. the inside. That's the one. And, yes, I now own the expression slinky jump
2: move. <laughs> Trademark, John Fina, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get a lot of use. <laughs> Uh, but I there's something think, about
3: Mal- No, the, the circumstances weren't the same, but I do agree in part that he should have, he, sh- he, he needed to go flatter right from the beginning. There right. was so much more field that Edmonds had to contend with. Yes. Um, my brother's calling. Should I answer it
2: or no? If Probably you want not. To. No, he should be listening. He should. You I mean, should Beth him. is on. Tell him if he's got a question. Bro, why aren't
3: you listening to the podcast? I'm in the middle of the podcast. Oh my gosh! He took. A, he took uh, a phone it's okay.
2: Call.
3: Yeah. Talk to you later. <laughs> I'll call you back, man. <laughs> anyway, he didn't I was, know. Like my own family doesn't know. I, I got these wonderful people in the comments section who know I have a podcast and my brother is not on it.
2: That wasn't a <laughs> diss to Tremaine Edmonds. It was more of of just basically, you know, talking yeah. about Milano and that instinct to go forward. Because you would think that if Lamar's about to come down on you, you're going to step backwards. All right, what are you going to do? Right before mm-hmm. I react, and as soon as you take that, what are you gonna do? Move, he's gone. Milano's coming forward, cut him off. Whereas you know, I get why Tremaine did it, but it would, yeah. But it, it's just that that, yeah, how that that tackle, that open field tackle that Milano had was ridiculous. It was, yeah, it was. Absolutely ridiculous.
3: and you know, that's that moment when you're playing left tackle. Everybody like, what's it like playing left tackle? If you've ever watched the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? It's the gunfight when that. <laughs> you know you're alone right so milano's out there in space and you you are never more alone (laughs) than then you're facing lamar jackson right right or von miller playing left tackle and like everybody's looking
2: i mean you can't even hide (laughs) he had his legs broken or his ankles broken i think by lamar a couple years ago but we got another super chat and then we got to get to the house read so get ready Got it. yes i'm ready with another super chat thank you so much bro for being a part of the show explain to me why on any three on one or two on one or even four on oh is that third third and one second one and or even fourth and one we are not Mm -hmm. quarterback sneaking josh is like 12 for 13 why let that go i don't get it Um, so for me, I'll leave that up while you're kind of getting prepared there. And then you can answer. Um, I think, I I don't think that they don't do it. I think it's situational and it, it depends on how big the one is. And as much as Josh is six foot five, six foot six, and he can stretch, it seems like, and they were talking about this on the radio today, John, and I don't know if that's where you were kind of getting this from, but they were talking about the fact that since the Tennessee game last year, where he failed, they like. They don't. They didn't. They didn't think they couldn't recall him doing like doing a QB sneak since then. I don't know if that's true or not. I'd have to go back and probably watch a whole bunch of football games. I don't feel like it hasn't happened since that Titans game last last year. I think there's just a measure at some point of you're expecting it, um, and you want to save it for when somebody's not expecting it. I don't think there's necessarily a reason. Do you have a thought?
3: Well, I mean, we all talk about wanting to see Josh carry the ball less in like a true running situation. And I think after last week when he got his, uh, you know, proctological exam or whatever you want to call it. Um, And and I think uh, I'm okay with it on third and inches, second and inches. Well, not second down. You never can do that on second down, I don't think, but. Uh, 13 inches, maybe a foot, what have you. I, I'm probably okay with it. I do want to see him run less like everybody else and until it's strategic, which I think they did in this game. And I think you also, when you start taking it away from the running back, and the offensive line as you do in some way, mm-hmm. you know, that that's a confidence problem. And you know, you got to be able to look at him and say, look, we're gonna go back to you. Cause this is how football teams get first downs. Right. So get your asses together and get a push, get your guy, create a seam, and let our running back make it through the damn line of scrimmage.
2: Yeah. Um one thing that so, one thing that one sorry, one thing that did not come up a lot, and I don't know if anybody else noticed it but me, but there was a crap ton of quarterback like rushing touchdowns yesterday there was like seven seven or eight quarterbacks in the nfl yesterday rushed were like ran for touchdowns it was Hmm. nuts like it was insane so why don't we do the house read real quick and then we'll move on finally to the good to be fair i love the house read it's my chance to mumble super fast at the
3: end i I tried to do my best Fina impression On the house read. So On the house read. <laughs> when you're looking to buy a house, everybody's got a guy. Might need work done on your roof. Your buddies, he's certainly got a guy. If you need an, an inspection, I know someone. And when you're looking to get your financing together, Brian Belser from House Capital Corporation can be your guy. They help make the mortgage process simple, hassle-free, and understandable. At House Capital, their preferred relationships with some of the top lenders give you the edge up in getting the financing you need. Take it to the house with House Capital. House, a registered mortgage broker, NYS Department of Financial Services. All loans arranged to third-party providers. Equal housing opportunity. House Capital, Five Hundred Pearl nine MLS One Five Four Nine Four Six Four Four Four.
2: Yeah, what he said. <laughs> I love the this good, read. The good for me, you know. And this is going to be a short segment, and we do have some film, so we're gonna we're gonna we're yeah. gonna break in a yeah, couple yeah, plays. Yeah, yeah. The yep. good for me is the gut, the the gut level of this football team. Um, you know, we have heard a couple weeks now, the Rams game. Uh, we heard it, uh, I think we heard it in Tennessee. There may have been a mention of it last week against the Dolphins, about at halftime, being as close as they were and not being worried. So there was this inner confidence, you know, against yeah. the Rams, the Super Bowl champions that, you know, we're not playing our best football right now. However, we're not down by 21 points. Like, I think we're good, and now they enter a football game where they were not playing good football at all. They were not playing championship football. Meanwhile, at halftime, they just come off the field with a two-minute drive for a touchdown. Or, you know, like a, you know, late a, a late half drive, they score. It's it's twenty to ten. So they're not close. It's a two-possession game, but they're not buried either. And for them to gut out, they easily could have just packed it in. And, and I know you know what I'm talking about. Where it's like, okay, nothing's working. We're just going to make this an elevated practice. We're going to start working on some stuff and see what does work today because nothing seems to be working. They gutted it out. They reached deep. Josh Allen became Josh Allen and took that football game over. And just to see them overcome almost the impossible, I don't know if we've never talked about this idea of learning to win. Players talk about it. Coaches talk about it. National media people talk about it a lot. Well, the team has to learn how to win. I hope they learned a lesson yesterday that they're never too far out.
3: Yeah. Okay. So I'll try to unpack a little bit what you said and put it into like my perspective, right? Yeah, so yeah. yeah, at halftime it was twenty to ten. And really, you know, 13 to 10. Uh, you gave them the ball at the 20-yard line on uh, interception, right? We gave them decent field position. I don't remember was if five. any points. Was it, was it the five? We was, the ball oh, the five. The, you're right. Sorry, sorry, because he right. returned it to the, to the five or the 10. Right. So I've been in those situations where you're going into the locker room and you don't even want to look at your defensive teammates in the face. Like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, you guys are killing – you're taking – you know, uh, top three, four QB in the league and containing him to a reasonable extent. And we need to have your back, and we don't have it. Right, You right. know, so as you're going in as an offensive team, I hope, you you like, you want to kind of hide your face a little bit in front of your defensive partners, right? Right, right. So, and I, I could tell you between Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen and some of those offensive linemen, you know, there was a real kind of come-to-Jesus moment between the offense, you know, saying L- those guys over there are doing their job mm. and you need to pick it up. Our mm. game plan is good. We can d- make some modifications, but you just you need to catch the damn ball. Mm-hmm. Right. Catch it. Start by catching the damn ball. Right. Right. And and don't think you can miss a block or have a shitty block because somebody else did, and it's your turn. Right. I talk about that in high school all the time. Like you don't get a turn. Every all eleven guys need to be perfect, and right. it's doable. You don't get to go. Oh well, he screwed up. I get to I get to screw up now. Right. So I I, I think that the defense, you know, they were amazing throughout. You can't blame the defense anywhere because giving up twenty points to Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. Uh, You take that every day,
2: yes. Every there isn't a quarterback. Pat Mahomes does not scare me as much as Lamar Jackson does,
3: right? So, I I mean, I just add a wrinkle to that and just say, you know, I go into that locker room thinking I owe those guys, those guys on the other side of the locker room, you know, who are exhausted from chasing a a freaking deer around the field, yeah. And, and you know, to be fair, they got hammered a little bit with the run. I mean, Mm. Baltimore to. Slick little running game going there for a while, but when we needed stops, we got stops, and, and we got some God. nice ones too. No gain, minus yardage.
2: Thank God that Hill guy got hurt because <laughs> he was he was running all over him. Sidebar, and I love this comment, and this is not part of the conversation, not part of the topics, but I, I would love to know your feedback. So because I have an opinion, John DeFazio asked a question: Do you think we should use more uh, more up tempo, or should we use tempo more often and let Josh run the show? He gets praised for, for that now in the way that he analyzes defenses. I've been saying since 2020, every time the Bills try to slow the game down, play conventional football, run the clock down to three, two seconds, something like that, run, run, pass type stuff, that they, they lose themselves like as an offense. And, and I think as much as you weren't there when the K-Gun kind of was birthed and that whole conversation about Marv Levy and Bill Polian going and Ted Marchabrota saying, I think this can work like this whole no huddle thing there's something about being in a rhythm and being in a groove and josh allen functions in my opinion and executes way better in tempo than when he's not in tempo and i'll i'll go i'll like i'll go to the grave having that kind, until he shows us the tom brady right i'm i've been in the, at this for 12 years and i can take yeah over a i game. know i know
3: where you're going with this and, and yeah. i don't i don't entirely disagree with you right but, you know, when I was doing this, when you were talking, it wasn't because I wanted you to stop talking. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, this is how long practice is. You just made practice this longer. You know, like, and in and, and Leslie Frazier, you know, we're, we're in a 4-2 the whole game. Why don't we just throw another linebacker out there? I'm like, Whoa. Bro, everything we propped was a four-two. You know, now you're like, hey, do you remember that defense that we ran like three weeks ago against that other team? We're just gonna throw that crap right back in there. Now do it. You know, it. I mean, there's some versions of that you can get away with, but if they're not dedicated to this type of offense. Um, you know, you practice the two-minute drill, right? But you've got your compendium of plays to call and the two-minute drill is very narrow. When you're in the middle of the third quarter or the second quarter or wherever you are and you're trying to still diagnose what they're doing defensively, you know, the play calling and the the personnel changes are intricate to understanding what you think they're doing. Right. Uh, so unless you're fully committed to it, You know, it it could it can end up looking a lot worse than you want it to. Um, So if they can if they could say, all right, well, we're going to take 20 minutes out of, you know, uh, Wednesday and we're going to. To dedicate to this, and we're going to add 20 minutes to Thursday. Then you just hope like no one's like texting the NFLPA, hey, we were on the field today for you know 121 <laughs> minutes instead of 118 minutes, which is the you know collective you see, bargaining agreement. That,
2: but they practice situational football. They're used to playing with three linebackers yeah. on the field. They're not not yet. And is and the re- the reality of that is the fact that it was two games later, or even the next game, the Bills started putting three linebackers on the field like there was time it's like oh here we, here we go so you didn't consider it in the chiefs or the the colts game but now you're considering it and you're actually doing it it's i'm just saying <laughs> let's talk about a couple of plays so i only have one video um and this Ooh. video is literally because all three plays that you picked were right next i love you today you are my favorite human on the entire earth today because i didn't have to like cut up a bunch of film i didn't have to pull it into into, into not premiere i use uh uh, uh i can't think of the program that i use but anyways i i didn't have to do, cut anything up and like bounce a bunch of stuff i have one clip one bounce good to go so this is the fir- very first one oh the very we, first one i couldn't Yeah, this is the one to the outside of the all,
3: right, all right I, I i remember it already so you know you had asked me like what's the problem with the running game well first of all other than Josh Allen running the ball, mm-hmm. uh, and I think there was only, there were only two designed Josh Allen runs, maybe three. One of them was also kind of an RPO.
2: But yeah, he said, in the he pr- said four, in the, he said I think four in the press conference, Yeah, and all the other ones were basically choices where I dropped back right. and looked right and I took off.
3: Yeah, so we only ran six runs in the first half, to my count. Mm-hmm. And then without a dedicated Josh runs in the second half, we only ran eight. That's a total of Fourteen, if math serves. Right. And uh, my first comment is, I want to run the ball twenty-five times, and it's hard to get good at it if you don't. But so, the, the in the first half we ran one power, and we ran two zones uh, in the first quarter, and in the second quarter we ran three zones, and none of the plays were really good. On two of those we had box pressure. Um, what is which box is not- pressure? Box pressure is you see the two linebackers at the 47-yard uh, line? Yes. Uh, Queen and whomever else, by the way. God, Patrick Queen, I wanted him so bad. Mm. Um, if they start stepping up to the uh, defensive tackles, that's you're putting pressure in the box. Gotcha, okay. Okay, so yep, yep. box pressure, man, it's rough to run inside zone if they're coming from depth. Yeah. Um, so no no question why those didn't work very well, and then and then you look at the the there really, were really three three good runs designed runs in the second half, and this is one of them, and I think we get a little box pressure late before the snap here, but it's an outside play, it's a toss, so you got Deion Dawkins pulling and leading, and the tight end whose name uh, I'm forgetting Quentin at Morris. the moment, Quentin, Quentin Morris. Morris out in space, right? But look at the alignment of the defense. I mean it's a mixture of a, a a good play call with the wrong defense in place for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're also getting a guy out in space. They're like, all right, our plan is we wanna we run around inside zone. We're not running inside zone. Second half, we're gonna come out. You know what? Let's try the edge. And this is what you get. You get them outflanked. Dion does a nice job here, just kind of not blocking the guy, but just putting a little paw on him. Mm-hmm. But they're all in they're basically all inside the formation which means if you get a decent stock block, like we're getting out of, because uh, that uh, Gabe, Davis? No, no, Gabe Davis? No, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis makes this play right here.
2: Oh, on the inside, just right
3: here. Yeah, on the- yeah, yeah. And then Quentin has a great play. But if if Gabe doesn't make that, 21 makes the tackle you know, at the 50-yard line. Right there. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the guys are outflanked because Motor is a pretty quick guy. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more variety. We got stoned on zone
2: in the first quarter. And we're going to look at this from the backside real quick.
3: Right, so stop.
2: Before you even go, mm-hmm. um, you got McKenzie, right? How does the defense not recognize this right now, that they are out-leveraged to the outside big time?
3: Well, again, so we don't run a lot of this. How much toss
2: do we run? in we well, it depends it, on the game. In the Rams, right. they pitched the ball out about 17 times.
3: But have they seen it all in the first and second quarter? No.
2: Right. Right?
3: Now, I haven't looked. I didn't look closely and, and compare this offensive set, but I think it's also almost like the first time you've seen this set in the game. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get what amounts to, like, a crack block by the receivers, and you're pulling the left tackle. And uh, wait, wait, I, I keep blanking on his name. Dawkins is pulling. And the tight end is looping around, right, so you're right. trying to cre- you're trying to create an alley, and it was just good timing. Now the hardest block on the field is Saffold,
2: Roger at left guard.
3: Yeah, because if you go back to the snap, he's I mean he's outflanked to begin with. Yeah, I'd have he... never blocked it like he does. It kind of a skip hop thing. Yeah, he I would and thrown.
2: Yeah, he walks him down the line. Right.
3: Yeah, and, and and if the if the receivers get their blocks, it's nice because then you just pin them up to those guys. So McKenzie has a great block right there. And it doesn't seem like much because he's just walling him off a little bit. But that block helps McKinsey's
2: given up, up a foot of height, height, and about hundred and twenty pounds of girth.
3: Yeah, and to, to be <laughs> fair, I mean he doesn't even have to put his hands on him. He could get knocked on his hiney here and he'd still have made the block. Right. Right? Because once Motor gets to there and,
2: and he it, does, he gets he gets drubbed. Look at that. Yeah, he ends up in the dirt. Oh. He ends up taking a dirt nap.
3: <laughs> that actually might be where the concussion happened. We don't <laughs> no, even know. It,
2: it happens later. But yeah. I know. He literally is like, okay, this guy just owned me. Like the dude yep. just shows him to the ground. 99. Right, but
3: look, look right there. I mean, he's got singletary he has two yards. Yep. And That's all he needed, right?
2: Yep. And then with Quentin Morris out front. God, right. it,
3: it's, you know, there was it's a, a game of... Of, it's a game of inches and people always think like going forward an inch on the field. But the inches exist everywhere.
2: Little push in the back right here by Gabe Davis. Little push in the back, but he put but he shoves him at Devin Singletary, so that's not a smart push. (laughs) Uh, anyway, but here we go. So, this is uh the next play. So, this is the uh the one at the gut inside zone.
3: Uh, is this the one where I might have said that uh Southhold might have made an error?
2: I think that was in uh that was the third play. That's that's just
3: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is uh inside zone. Oh, well, run the play.
2: <laughs> well, normally you set it up for so us. I was waiting.
3: <laughs> no, so this is wide zone. So oh, there's a difference zone. here. So this is wide zone. So you just look at the at the front side. You know, it's, it's more of a flat attack than a direct attack. So what we're trying to do is expand the defense, right, and create these seams. And again, we don't run a, a lot of wide zone. It, it, it sort of sets up like inside zone. Go ahead and run it real quick he drops it right there so we're, we're running an inside zone handoff but we're using wide blocking now mm. the key to this is the backside block right so where where can we create the seam so we're stretching but okay the um uh, it's 20 it's 21, knocks.
2: 21, 21 totally loses his mind 21 comes on a blitz and he's like out in no no man's land right there whoop all by himself out there in no man's land.
3: yeah so <laughs> you get a great combination block here from Spencer Brown and Dawson. Yeah, They're
2: downfield. They right. down, they're they're right. what 4 yards off the line of scrimmage.
3: Right. And look at look at where Dawkins is as compared to where the ball is snapped. This is wide zone. Mm-hmm. And you can always tell this when we go to the next play, you compare Dawkins' technique on this play to what Spencer Brown does on the on the, the next one if you ran it. And you can tell that this is inside zone because this was the old Thurman Thomas play that we ran a ton of that hit behind the tackles. Right. But the problem—so on on wide zone, you can plus block, which means you can kind of decide, ah, we're not going to block these two linebackers. We're going to add more to that side. Right. And, you know, just kind of hope these guys get caught up in the in, in the sweep of it, right? Because yeah. depending on how, what your formation is, sometimes you only have six to block seven or seven to block eight. And you have to decide, are we going to block this, you know, the tightest guys inside the box, and leave the strong side guy or leave the weak side guy? Right, so right. So the play that you're not going to show, um, it looks like Saffold is blocking wide zone to the right? but I know it's inside zone because Spencer Brown is taking a step and he's kind of throwing, trying to throw the guy up field, right. which says to me there's no way this can break outside of him, but he's also not getting in front of him and trying to string him out. Right. If it were like a true reach block, he wouldn't have stepped and leveraged him with the inside arm. He would have aimed more for the midline and had his inside hand on his inside armpit and trying to expand him. Gotcha. And in Saffold, The problem is Saffold, So the center. Are you talking um, about the
2: ba- Are you talking about the, the the next play? The bad
3: play. The bad well, play. Well,
2: let's 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 get there in a oh. second. So. Oh, let's, okay. I haven't shown. I, it yet. I didn't think you were going to show it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to show it. But do the Q42 read real quick, and then we'll get oh, right yeah, over. Oh yeah, 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 man. Oh we'll my get God. Right over
3: know, I had some Facebook posts of my Q42 from like two weeks ago, and I realized I didn't post them. They were only visible to me, and I'm like, <laughs> I already saw it when I cooked it. It was so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, I'm, I'm awesome at social media. Um, okay, from Q42, he keeps you know what? He keeps the the reads good. S- just short, right? And to the point, But good. his 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 sauces are long and delicious like yeah, it's sure. so opposite. What's the best way to celebrate that gritty, gutsy, gravelly, plucky win over the Clevemore Bravens? <laughs> and I didn't read this until just now. and I'm I'm like killing myself here. How do you celebrate over the Cleveland Ravens? Well, hell, go to q 42 barbecuecom That's Q-U-E 42BBQ.com. BBQ and get yourself some handcrafted, 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 100% made in Buffalo barbecue sauces and rubs. Use the code, all caps, FINA SHOW and save 15%. That is like only 9% short of New York State retail tax, right?
2: <laughs> you're, not, you're not too sorry. far off. and sorry, I apologize we had to squeak that in but it, we're getting long in two so if, if we yeah, miss that sorry. Yeah, it's not your fault we're having a good show like we're having a great conversation so this is the last play that we're going yeah. to break down and this is pretty much there's no point in harping on the first half we've harped on it enough so let's just do this part of the bad or yep. the work and then we'll do yep. our expectations for the next oh
3: game. and catch the damn ball more good or okay. right, right. All All
2: right more so memorable.
3: watch Spencer Brown he tries to throw number four which is uh, I can't think of his name uh, steps with his right foot. And hes it's almost like
2: a boxer throwing a punch. Yeah, he's got that one arm out there.
3: Yeah. Okay, but the problem is on the backside, you got Morse who is basically uh, man-to-man on the nose guard. Mm-hmm. And then there's a three technique on Saffold. Everybody know what a three technique is? Good. So <laughs> Saffold's got a guy on his outside but he's plus blocking to the far linebacker and he doesn't give Dion any help at all. So Dion, I could tell he thinks
2: he's getting help. So this because is, of this, the way This is one of those moments where you're like, Deion Dawkins sucks. Like this is Yes, all- yes. And, and not- I'm and
3: it took me a minute, right? But I'm like, whoa. Like if I did this to Ruben if Reuben Brown did this to me, we'd have a conversation.
2: <laughs> I'd
3: be like, bro, you cannot hang me out to dry like that. You have the end zone?
2: Yeah, this is, the end is going to be a better look. So, yeah, it's actually yeah, not and, an end zone. It's and, kind of a corner end zone. Yeah,
3: already. yeah, freeze it right after the snap. And if yeah, you're yeah. listening, seriously, go back, because this, not to, not to brag, but this is pretty good at <laughs> analyzing. Right so there. stop right there. So Morse has got a guy on him, right? They're going to the middle linebacker. You got, you got to do the math. Spencer's got his guy. You start counting backwards. Even if Saffold is going to the middle linebacker, I'm not sure it is with the sleeve on the elbow, he cannot leave the three technique without putting a paw on him for Dion Dawkins. So if I'm Dion and Ruben says to me, and all he's got to say is, dude, I'm gone, I know that I got a, a shit block ahead of me. And I'm literally going to make this block by pulling I'm running a counter and I'm going to get so flat and I'm going to run my ass off to get to the far hip. So, Dion, but Dion does, doesn't
2: do that here because he thinks he's getting help from Saffold. So, it's it's almost so looking at this. So, the guy that you're talking about is the guy that's one up on Morse. So, the guy that's mm-hmm. vertical to Morse in the picture. So, Saffold's going to ignore him, and that's Dion's guy. And what you're talking about doing is, if you remember, it was probably three, two, three months ago where there was a replay of you. I think it was in the Super Bowl, and I called you a badass because you swung around super flat and like chucked the dude. Right, run almost running away from the play, and that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Like you'd have to get on your high horse and almost like run straight parallel to the line, get hands on them and shove them as hard as you could. Is that what you're talking about?
3: Oh yeah. Well, I'll, n- no, not even that. Like I, I, I'll be lucky if I could do that. But mm. if I'm Dion Dawkins here and I don't think I'm going to get any help from Saffold on that three technique, my hat. That's a perfect place to stop it. My hat. My face mask. Is gonna be right on Saffold's ass, and you are gonna see my front numbers. Mm. And I'm going so hard for that far hip. And the far hip is well, I mean, it's behind Morse. The and defensive tackle's far hip.
2: And we're still seeing the three on the back of Deion yeah. Dawkins. as opposed to Yeah,
3: the... he, he thinks he's got help here. Cause there's no way. And mm-hmm. and, and if he doesn't, I'd be like, you I'm I'm if I'm Cromer and I'm in the meetings, I'm like, dude. You know you got him alone. It's the hardest block on the field. You got to get there. But I'm looking at where Morse is on his guy, the and I'm thinking, yeah, why? I mean, something's got to give here. I mean, you, even if they're double-teaming him to get to the linebacker, you you can't give up that block.
2: Yeah, and got you got to help him. Singletary, Singletary, so far to the right, he can't cut it back to the left to get that hole.
3: Yeah. Uh, look, they bring they bring Knox in, right, and they got Diggs in for the guy at the E-Mole. Okay, Diggs is on the E-Mole.
2: What's the E-Mole?
3: End so, man on the line.
2: Gotcha,
3: okay. So, so, so Saffold does have to go to that linebacker, but he can't leave him. That's an impossible block. And it, and if he was supposed to leave him and not touch him when a guy's, you know, on your shoulder, right? then Dion's to blame. But, man, I mean, think of it this way. Look at where Knox is. All right.
2: Downfield.
3: Yeah. If if Saffold and uh, Dion, if Saffold and Dion take the three technique up, you still have the same seam. Now Singletary's running up the hash mark.
2: Not great, Bob. So the answer to that is he's got, so Saffold's got to help Dion in that moment. At least Chip is going to slow his, like uh, get a uh, left arm out on him. Right. So
3: I could tell you this, if this if we were planning this play and I was in meetings and the coach draws it up with the left guard escaping the 3 technique, I'm standing up and I'm using profanity. Hmm. I mean, I'm literally going to look at my coach and I'm like, "You are outside your bleepity 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 mind if you think that that is a sound scheme." So what is the call here then?
2: That's what they I mean, cuz they're making checks, right? Well, I mean, so Mitch, Mitch Morse is known to be one of the smartest centers in no, the. There's league.
3: no call to be made. Okay, you don't even make a call here. That's they lined up where you want them. You got enough guys for everybody. You just you have to block the right combination. Now either Dion's not flat enough or Saffold is avoiding him. But in my opinion, you know, even so, this linebacker with the sleeve, whose name I don't remember, he could shoot the gap where Dawkins is right now, and then Saffold is double wrong. Because he can't come back on the three at that point Mm -hmm. for Dion to come off on the backer. Mm -hmm. So you're better off washing the whole thing down. It turns into like a quasi. This basically ends up looking like power with Dawkins coming through, just not from the other side. Think of him as Gilliam right there, just leading on the play side linebacker.
2: Gilliam, who didn't barely even play. Which
3: brings up another Question, right? Like Gilliam played a lot previously. Are we yeah. overthinking it? Like, why aren't we sticking with our Reggie Gilliam package? I don't know. Is it something that we didn't think that they would be susceptible to? I wish did we it could not see. fit in? Go ahead. Yeah, did it not fit in with the philosophy of the passing game? Is it related to? There's just so much we
2: don't know, ma'am. I'd like to see the ass end of this play, um, and it's in the all twenty-two, which we out, I think, tomorrow. I want to because when you look at it, and it could be just the angle. We know the camera angles mess up just true viewpoints, but Dion looks like he's what a foot farther away from Saffel than he even should be.
3: So do you know Did, what a three? Do you know what a three
2: technique is? So it's one, two, and three, right? So right, the right. three, yeah, right. I mean, the, the ninety whatever looks like he's in a three. Because it's 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 odds in one direction and evens in the other. Is that right?
3: No, 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 no. no? So gotcha. when you talk about the defensive technique, the technique of the player, it's the alignment, right? So right. I can never get this right. Is this right to you or left?
2: That is my. You're, that's my left. or right.
3: Okay. So if I'm the right guard and this is my outside shoulder, if the eye of the inside eye of the defender is somewhere on my shoulder pad, he's lined up a little bit outside of me, but he's still on me. That's a three technique. Okay. If he lines up on my nose, it's a big nose. He could probably stand there. That's a two. If he lines up on my inside shoulder, he's in a one. One, One. right. Most tackle. And then a nose is a zero, and then right. we call it a shade. The numbering system doesn't work because when you get out to tackle it, like changes, it's crazy. I don't know. It's not, <laughs> you know what it was. They started in the middle, and then when the coaches who were writing all this stuff up, by the time they decided what it would be, like between the tackle and the tight end, the bourbon bottle was empty. Because <laughs> a four view. eye, there was a four eye and a four and a 5 on the tackle, and then a 6, and then there's like a 9 and an 8. It's it's crazy.
2: It <laughs> Buff- don't make no sense. Buffalo Freddy uh, says, Are you trying to tell me that these offensive linemen don't just push people? There's no way they need to think.
3: <laughs> Smartest people on the field, buddy. He's, be- no, he's I was going to make a comment about Freddy's comment earlier, but I now I don't remember what it was, Joe, because you distracted me
2: uh i don't know Freddie's good he's got a bunch of them but uh but anyways, yeah. so let's talk about so the 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 pittsburgh steelers are coming into buffalo the buffalo bills are three and one i think the steelers are one and three they're facing potentially right now it looks like the worst season in the mike tomlin era kenny pickett is going to get the start i don't know if you saw that kenny so we are going to be facing the rookie who I think he rushed. He ran in two touchdowns. I think he played okay. They were looking, quote unquote, looking for a spark. Who know if he gave it to him? Um, yeah. What are you expecting to see against uh, the the Steelers in this football game? Clearly, I have concerns anytime a quarterback that there's no film on plays a defense. There's a measure of success. Anytime Mike White go back to Mike, Mike White last year, like no film on him, he lit up a defense. Then the Bills played him with film. They crushed him. Running backs do the same thing. If a running back comes into a game or has to play a game and there's no film on him, it seems like he he goes nuts. And then, like, the mm. next week, not so much.
3: I don't know. I think you're attributing a player to game planning, but that's it's okay. possible. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'll tell you, I mean, to me, the issue is still, like, Every single guy on that team needs to be in a tub full of ice water right now for like the next 48 <laughs> hours. <laughs> By the way, it works right or you wouldn't have like a cryo place down the right, street from you right, right, charge right. you a hundred dollars to stand there and be cold. It's buffalo. Just go outside naked tomorrow you' get your cryo treatment um so that that's my only concern I'm not concerned about Pittsburgh I just don't think that they've got it together enough to really kind of do a bounce back mm. uh like we did only in one half and two minutes of football in the last game so can we get healthy uh can can the defense just continue to ride high in their confidence and continue to deliver because mm. I think you know whereas you know, we were so worried about the secondary. Uh, they were good yesterday. I mean, yeah. Johnson awesome. and Jackson and you didn't hear anything about the corners. I didn't think there were there was any concern. There was no real concern. Like Agreed. no big there was one big or two big pass plays, but nothing like, you know, where you just wanted to cry in your beer again, but uh, you know we're still pretty solid in the front four. Um, I think Von Miller is starting to hit a stride. I think Rousseau is looking good. So defensively, if we can, if we can have the same performance as last week, I mean, come on. And it's just Wilson Pickett. Oh, I did it again. I do it in my mind all the time. It's not Wilson Pickett. It's Brady Pickett, right?
2: Kenny Pickens. Oh, it's Kenny Pickens. So close. What's his name? <laughs> Kenny Pickens. I thought it was Pickett. Or Kenny Pickett, sure. We're are both you, wrong. You're the host of you. the John Fiena show, I, I, Off Tackle. I'm closer than you are, Wilson Phillips. Okay,
3: I want to I wanna vote in the comments section about who's close when we're both so wrong. <laughs> I'm going with Wilson Pickett. Um, I'll tell Kenny you what Pickett. needs work. They're not just in this game and because I took um, last week off for, for good reason um there's something going on with some of our wide receiver spacing and i want to say that i noticed it before they said it on the broadcast just because i have to give myself some props every now and again since i'm just a dumb offensive lineman um (laughs) there there's issues with that and they better hit the jugs machine if we see five six seven drop balls, actually six seven eight drop balls again hell no uh james cook just needs to come out and deliver four solid plays in a row and he'll see more playing time. Yeah, they sure. love the kid. Sure. He needs to love us back and love himself a little bit more, right? Yep. We have to love ourselves, Joe, first. A little bit. Um, Shakir, feed him. Feed him. Get get him some, get Diggs talking in his ear. Get him all excited and goofy like Stefan Diggs and we're going to see some great stuff. I'm concerned about that wide receiver position just as you are Um and I just, God, man, I think the pressure is getting there. It's so close, right? We had Lamar a couple times. He snuck free, which we want our quarterback to do. But somehow we expect, you know, no other quarterback to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I honestly, I mean, I think I predicted a victory here. Yes. Yes. So I might go three and two. It's a lock. If, if the Bills Mafia shows up and lights that stadium up and 57 degree weather, no rain, no reason to uh, to be quiet, get after them when they're in the huddle, not just when they get to the line, because you need the, that one guy to misunderstand the route, and he runs a, a freaking six instead of a seven, and the ball goes here, and Jordan Poyer's running it back again, who I love, who's awesome. So that's that's where I'm going with
2: that gotcha well th- I like that uh so do you have a score prediction by chance um I know you love score predictions
3: I I do have a score prediction okay it's gonna blow your mind you ready mm-hmm. 38 10.
2: I like it 38 I'm gonna, 10. I'm gonna be at this game so I like it yep and I'd love oh, to see oh, Jay- another I-
3: thing I w- another thing I want to pull up uh, and then you can go, is I really loved the screen game. It was really well executed.
2: Yes. The problem is is they haven't thrown the ball down the field in two games. So there's an aspect of, you know.
3: No, our screen game.
2: I know that. Let's not be kept in check down. Let's press the defense, right?
3: Oh, uh, Right, I agree. Well, 57 and no rain. I mean, Josh Allen can throw it almost as far as me. Let's see it. <laughs> Man, now I'm gonna get a knock on the door. Josh Allen's coming over. You know, you know that, you know
2: that I'm meme clicked, clicked the Josh you,
3: you know that meme when the guys sleep in bed and the the significant other, wife, girlfriend, whatever, is like, "I wonder what he's thinking." Yes. Right. So yes. that's me in bed, and my thought bubble is, "Oh my God, what am I gonna cook if Milano Edmonds?" Diggs and, and josh show up at my door like i gotta cook
2: something q42 but i gotta have everything ready that's my panic so am that, i, am I a, i'm the total moron right those guys all eat dinner cooked by chef darian and uh, I I know Chef Darian, and he's really. I don't think you have to worry. I think they're probably headed to his house.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm, but they, if they end up in Tucson, unless Chef Darian's in tow, <laughs> right. it's on me because that's the meme. Like, what's he thinking about? I'm like, what if those guys show up and I have to feed them?
2: I got to close this show. This is we are off the rails at this point.
3: <laughs> hey, um, and in the comments section earlier, I really want to thank again everybody for their um, yeah their condolences on the passing of. Uh, Anne-Marie Palermo-Fina, who uh, was by any measure a wonderful mother and a wonderful grandmother and Mm -hmm. probably fed over 300 people that were unrelated to her from various uh, pseudo-adoptees to celebrations, uh, families, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, what have you, Easter. So thanks, everyone, for your, uh, your kind words and your condolences.
2: Awesome. Love it. Very good. Appreciate you, John. Love you, dude. Everybody loves you, and uh, we a uh, lot of prayers going out to your family. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Off Tackle with John Fina show, brought to you by the Market Dominator Team, House Capital, and Q Forty Two on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, presented by Picasso's Pizza. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the host of this year's show. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. You can find that guy over there on Twitter at John Fina, and uh, he will. He will interact with you and have fun with you, and it'll be a blast. <laughs> so, if you're not following him, you should be. Before I uh, end this year thing, John, any final thoughts? Joe, go Bills. Go Bills. That's all he's got to say. Well, tomorrow, Jay Spence, the King, and the Code of Conduct has Stevie Johnson on his show. Wednesday's the Humpty Hotline. Thursday, the Buffalo Nerd. Friday, food for thought for me, Joe Miller, for John Fina, for all the Buffalo Rumbling Screw. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Go Bills. One more time, John Fina, go Bills. Go Bills, Joe Miller. Go Bills. We'll talk to you soon.